welcome to the Get the Acceptance Letter podcast. I'm Dr. Treasure Shields Redmond, and I'm known as the debt-free degree expert. I help busy parents of college-bound teens secure top-tier education without massive debt. And I do that at Get the Acceptance Letter dot online. You've come to the right place if you are a parent, guardian, or stakeholder, such as a sponsor, teacher, counselor, who's worried about your college-bound teen and how you're going to pay for college. Look, the amount of student loan debt has risen to the trillions, and it doesn't seem to be any relief in sight. Listen to this podcast to receive valuable tools, tips, and strategies to help your kiddo land at a school where they will blossom and without crushing student loan debt. Um, I had something on my mind tonight that I think people are going to find very, very valuable. Um, I, this is, this is a biggie that I'm running into lately. And, you know, people are really interested in looking for scholarships, securing scholarships so that their child doesn't have to be in two decades of debt. Uh, oftentimes I meet parents who are still paying off their own student loans. So they definitely don't want to get their child shackled to, you know, many thousands of dollars that they're obligated to pay back under threat of having a lien put on their house or their wages garnished, um, their tax refunds taken. You, you, you guys know the drill. Uh, but let me, let me back up and give my full introduction before I give you this incredible set of strategies. My name is Dr. Treasure Shields Redmond, and I am known as the debt-free degree expert. I help busy parents of college-bound teens secure top-tier education without massive debt. And I do that at gettheacceptanceletter.online. So let's talk about, let's first of all, let's get into this whole Afro head here, right here. Um, glasses from um, Marshalls. No, glasses from TJ Maxx. I want to say this headband is from my favorite store in the mall near here that's called Earthbound. Earthbound is like a little groovy cultural slash hippie store. I think that's where this came from. Um, this face powder was on sale at the Walmart. And I'm just like, what? Face powder? So, uh, and of course, one of my eponymous, eponymous, is that how you pronounce that word? Eponymous. <laughs> one of my, I'm always wearing these, uh, these caftans. I am the caftan queen uh, ever since the pandemic broke out. So um, let's talk about what I was moved to share with you tonight. Now, over on Facebook, the title is What to Do If You Started Late. And eventually that's going to be the title <clears throat> here on Instagram. In fact, I will type that in the comments in all caps. What to do 
if you <clears throat> started late. Woo! This is a biggie. Um, every day parents contact me and they're like, my child graduates next month. Um, we haven't done anything. Um, and there are always great reasons. You know, people have had illnesses. People have had uh, incredible injuries. They've had some really disruptive life circumstances that got in the way of them doing some key items they need to do. All right. So what do you do if your child is a senior in high school? It is April the 6th and you haven't done anything to uh, prepare them for college. Number one, you need to fill out the FAFSA, F-A-F-S-A, -F FAFSA, Free Application for Student Aid. And if you are their parent or you know their parent, they need to have last year's taxes done. Now, if the parent is someone who did not make enough money to do their taxes, they need to go in and still do them. <laughs> they need to put it, put a rush on it. Go to an H&R block. Uh, I'm assuming if they didn't make enough money to do their taxes, that they could use one form. There aren't any deductions. So they, they could just go up on the, you know, on the IRS site and do it themselves. But it needs to be in and recorded because I've had a situation before where um, a child's parent hadn't done their taxes really because they didn't make money. They, they were like on disability and there was some other uh, issues going on. And um, the FAFSA still demanded <laughs> that you have some taxes from somewhere. <laughs> so if you started late, if it is April 6th and your child is a senior or you are the stakeholder, for a child who is a senior in high school, you haven't done anything, the first thing you need to do is fill out the FAFSA. The FAFSA, Free Application for Student Aid, is a federal accountability instrument. No college is going to accept the child without the FAFSA. So that's the first thing you need to do. And the parent needs to figure out how to get their taxes from the previous year done. Now, I will share another situation where I was helping a young lady and um, there was some real issues in the home. And the truth is her mother had put her out and there was some addiction abuse going on. It was just uh, in disarray in her home. And so she had been trying to fill out the FAFSA. And when she came to that screen where it was like, now it's your parents' turn to put in <laughs> their information. That was a brick wall for her because she and her mother weren't even communicating. So I sat down with her and as I was talking with her, because it kept kicking us out, not accepting it. And finally, I asked her, have you ever been a ward of the state? Have you ever been removed from your home? And the answer was yes. The answer was yes. She had been removed from her home as a, even as a younger child. You know, people out here going through things. So once we were able to say yes to that, the whole FAFSA changed and she was able to fill it out without parental information.
All right. So what do you do if you started late? If it is April 6th and your child is a senior in high school and you haven't done anything, number one was fill out the FAFSA. Number two, you need to then sit down with that college bound team and decide about choosing between two plan B's. You're going to cho choose between these two plan B's, right? Because you guys have started late. Now, the plan A was <laughs> in the 11th grade at the latest, they took the SAT or the ACT. They took it with prep in between until they got the score that they felt best about. You uh, were prepared to fill out the FAFSA. You visited schools the spring before their senior year. Uh, you've been applying to scholarships, pulling together their, uh, their, their, their transcripts and essays and recommendation letters and all that stuff. That was plan A. Plan A didn't work out. We're talking about a scenario where someone is a senior and it is April 6th. So now you need to choose between two plan Bs. The first plan B, plan B.1, is that your child will go to community college and then transfer once they have completed at least one semester of school there. Now, this is plan B.1 because community colleges are accredited institutions where your child can take the same courses they would take their freshman year for much cheaper, much, 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 much cheaper, right? And since, you know, something has happened to where you didn't get started on time, they can go to an area community college. Some community colleges are sleepaway schools. Um, I wouldn't recommend that. I would recommend that they be a commuter student. Uh, I used to work at a community college where they gave the students bus cards and train uh, tickets. Your child may have a car. I don't know. But they should sit down with a counselor at the community college. If they know what they're interested in studying and what they're interested in transferring to, what college they might transfer to, that's, they get extra bonus points for that. That would be amazing. But even if they don't know what they're interested in studying, Everybody's freshman year throughout the U.S. is basically the same. It's freshman English. It's, you know, the biology lecture with the 800 folks in the classroom. It's the, it, you know, first year psychology. It's the college math. Um, you know, it's, it's whatever the college teaches about its history or maybe like a freshman getting you ready for a big school <laughs> type of course where you learn about study skills and the history of the school. It's, it's, it's the, basically the same, you know, 12, 15 to 18 hours everywhere. And they can take that at a community college. That is plan B.1. Plan B.2 is only for people who have some sort of talent or gift that may get them in if you make some personal calls. So that's B.2. So if you have a child who 
she was first soprano in the high school choir and they won all these competitions. Or you have a child who was an extraordinary athlete, but their parents separated and one parent died <coughs> and they just haven't been in a headspace to even talk to the people who were scouting them beforehand. But they're an extraordinary athlete. You have a child who plays an instrument that is in high demand. They are a female tuba player. They are um, a, a, a piccolo player. They are um, an oboe player. Um, they 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 they're not they're not a uh, um, a saxophone or a or any of the more common band instrument type players. Then they may be able to get some last minute scholarships for their gift or goals, for their gift or goal. You may be able to look at colleges that their qualifications fit and they're going to make personal calls explaining the situation and then they're gonna go in for auditions or a shoot around or a combine or a something where they can display those skills and pull a hat trick. That's B.2. So B.1, go to community college and then revisit going to a four-year school after at least one semester completed there. B.2 is for people who have some sort of signature gift or talent that may usher them in so they can pull a hat trick. So that's, that's, that's number two. Now, notice that I have not said take the ACT or the SAT because it is April 6th. <laughs> it's April 6th, y'all. It is April 6th. They're going to be moving into the dorms in May, June, July, August, in four months. In four months, they're going to be moving into the dorms. I do not, unless they're a great test taker, but I'm imagining they haven't taken the SAT or the ACT. I do not recommend that they rush and take it. I recommend that you create a list of schools that are test optional. Create a list of schools that are test optional. And that way, the only thing they need is proof that they graduated high school, um, their transcripts, maybe uh, to fill out the school's application, which may require an essay. Um, um, and that's, that's, that's what they need, all right? Number four, they have to get this final shot in order to be able to live on the dorm if they're going to go to a sleepaway school. So for those kids, who are taking plan B.2 and they're gonna go on and go off to college, they need to take that last um, meningitis shot. No one is going to let your kiddo sleep in the dorm without the meningitis shot. And you can take them to their pediatrician. Their pediatrician is gonna know what you're talking about. Because every 16-year-old and 17-year-old gets that last, that's their last little shot on that shot record. And then sometime while they're at school, they stop being eligible to go to the pediatrician. I know, I know moms, 
it had they grow up so fast <laughs> um, but yeah that last shot they're not going to let them sleep in the dorm without that last meningitis shot. hey Francine Francine out here winning awards <laughs> so number one if you started late you you have a you have a senior in high school and it's April 6th and you haven't done a thing uh, the first thing you need to do is fill out the FAFSA. The second thing you need to do is decide if you're going to take a semester or more to go to community college, or if the child has some sort of special gift or talent, maybe you can pull a hat trick with some personal calls to schools and they can get in and do an audition, a combine, a shoot around, something that's going to get them in. Um, number three, uh, you need to create a list of test optional schools. I'm not I'm not recommending that you try to rush and take the SAT or the ACT. And then number four, uh, what did I say number four was? <laughs> Francine. Um, what did I say number four was? I saw my friend and lost my thoughts. Oh, yes. Uh, number four was that last meningitis shot. Nobody's going to let them stay in the dorm without that last meningitis shot. Okay, so those are the top four things you should do if you started late. If you are a parent or a stakeholder for a college-bound team and you want them to secure a top-tier education without massive debt, you can join my email list and you can uh, receive a really strong tip tool or strategy every week, like the one I just gave you. Um, if you're interested in joining my community, you're like, I don't want to be on an e email list. I need help. I'm who you were talking about. I'm the one who didn't start. Then you need to go to get the acceptance letter online and join my membership community. It is super affordable. Or you can comment here or DM me. Uh, I'm Dr. Treasure Shields Redmond, and I will see you next time